Hi, I'm John. And I'm Spencer. And this is The Roommate Files. So, John, you did something this week. I did, yeah. And you fucked up your hands uh, while you were doing it. Yep. I uh, gave myself some serious rope burn on uh, five of my fingers. Two on my right hand and three on my left hand. I was doing that uh, Spartan race. Uh, This was the four-mile one. And uh, there's like 20 obstacles. And one of them was a rope that you climb up. And on my way down, I just skinned the, sh- I just skinned my uh, fingers pretty good. So now they're on so, my left hand. The way they're all bandaged up. So how early on did you manage to do that? Like, were you like halfway through the race, and then you just like really screwed up your hands, or what was it towards yeah, the end? Yeah, it was about halfway, but everything else was hurting so much anyway that it just didn't really. I just didn't notice it, and, and then there was there's one section where you like slide into mud, like you're like waist deep in mud, and um, well, a, a little la- less than waist deep, but then the mud got on there, kind of sealed it, so it didn't really sting that much. So really, I didn't. I mean, it, it stung a bit, but it didn't really affect my race at all. That's good. Yeah, I, I kind of want to do something like that because there's not much like that around here. I mean, there's the occasional like 5K, and but I think I would enjoy something like that a little more because it's like not only Ooh. are you running, you're also like, was it fun, John, or did it just? Suck? Oh yeah, I am hooked on this. <laughs> oh. This this was awesome. I this, I I finished first in my wave of people. Did you really? Okay, your yeah. wave of people. What does that mean? There is like a oh so, so there's there's a two kinds of races. We run the same obstacles in the same distance, but there's one that's kind of more competitive, and that's the age group uh, section. And then there's the other section. I think it's called like the open section or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, since this was my first time, and I was running it with my family, I, I ran in the open section. But there's still like I don't know. At least there's probably 100 people. Do it in this like wave that you went along with. Yeah, but like all ages. Interesting. Mostly like uh, my age and and above, into like the older crowd. But um, still. Yeah, I, I can be down to do something like that. Is there anyone coming up here soon that I should be aware of? Or is it just kind of like once a year? There's one in Snowmat. Oh, no, they, they, they happen nationwide all the time in Colorado. The next one is sometime in August. I think it's like mid-August in a Snowmass. Hmm. Interesting. See, there's only one, one problem in this whole thing, John. I don't enjoy I, running. Like, I I mean, I did track all high school, you know, but, like, oh, that's about the last time I've really, like, ran competitively. Well, the beautiful part about it is that 
it's like half running. Okay. You still have to run, and it's still going to suck because the, the obstacles, like running, it's, it's like tedious and painful when, you get, when it gets hard. But the obstacles, they just take the, uh, they just use you up. And then trying to run after that, that that's the hard part. See, I think I could do the obstacles pretty well. I've kind of been, like, my workouts are kind of more crossfit than most things, you know. crossfit that's a word. <laughs> Anyhow. So, yeah, I'm glad you had fun, John. Yeah, I, I think you'd really enjoy it. Yeah, maybe I'll have to come down. But too bad Hopefully. one's not coming down this weekend, because I plan on still coming down and, I don't know, run around Denver. I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. It'll be an adventure. There's some, there's fun things to do. That's what I'm excited about. I've never been, like, of course, going to Rapid at school. That was, like, the big city for me growing up, you know? It's like... Yeah. <laughs> Without being rap, it's like, eh, yeah, nah. So I'm excited to get, like, you know, down to more of a city area and don't have homework to do in the meantime. Yeah, that, that'll that be a different feel for you for sure, I think. I mean, at least in the moment, you, you know, like, wherever you, you are, it always comes down to the people you're with. Yeah. That's one problem. There's not much people here to be with, John. Oh, well, then it might be different for you. <laughs> like, I, I, I honestly, I'm kind of looking forward to get back to school and just being around people again. So am I. I'm just... I mean, I, I'm around people here, but mm-hmm. I miss the, the freedom of college mixed with the people. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. But it only gets harder from here. That's the. Oh, I've been looking at classes yeah. again, and it's just like, oh, I'm not looking forward to mass transfer. Is that what is it? Mass transfer? Yeah. Or, uh. Material m- balances? Yeah, m- material balances. Yeah. Oof. Anyhow. Yeah. It'll come when it comes. Well, yeah, speaking of, uh, uh. Of looking at courses, I think I'm going to to change my course direction. Okay. And instead of kind of uh, having a specialty in um, materials, I'm going to do it in uh, biology. Hey, you're going to be a biochemical, are you now? Something like that. But in, in that bio specialty, I'm going to fo- focus on learning more about hemp. <laughs> you and your hemp. Please tell me more, John. You you mentioned this earlier that you think the hemp industry is going to be huge. I mean, it's okay. It's already bringing in billions of dollars, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. I guess you gotta I, explain to me first, like, kind of what is hemp? Because like, I I understand it's like a plant first off, and I know they use it a lot in like concrete, don't they? Like as a binding agent. Yeah. yeah. It, it it has very strong fibers. Yeah, that's why they, so, they put it in concrete, kind of like I think, yeah, like asbestos. Mm-hmm. 
just not as bad for you. <laughs> yeah, this stuff you can get high off of. I mean, like, what more well, can you ask for? Well, well, hemp, you actually, you don't get high off of it because hemp is basically the definition of hemp is it's like a it's a cannabis plant like like weed. Okay. It's just it has a very small amount, like almost like negligible amount of uh, THC, which is the the uh, psychedelic. So what I'm asking, John, is how much hemp though before you get high? <laughs> Your lungs will fail before you get high off of hemp, probably. Okay, so I guess I was informed wrong. I- Okay, what is hemp, John? So, it's a cannabis plant. I don't know if that's the right, uh, just the just right thing to call it. it. It's a cannabis plant, and um, it has several different uh, kind of valuable aspects. Number one. The medicinal part of it, it's uh, it's kind of huge in uh, like treating like seizures to pain relief, anti-inflammation. The CBD, okay. uh, the the CBD oil is becoming more and more popular. Like now, coffee shops are starting to have CBD put in like just containers where you can put in like a, a a a small amount of oil in your coffee like hmm. it's kind of catching on and i see it more and more and, and and i live right i live close to uh like more of the the open-minded areas towards uh <laughs> towards, towards use of, of hemp. But the interesting thing is in 1940, the government released this propaganda movie on growing hemp so that farmers would grow hemp for the military because hemp is what they used to uh, make the ropes for battleships. Oh, yeah. yeah. So th- that's another use. It's got really strong fibers. Yeah, like I knew and it was uh, like concrete. Like I knew that was a pretty big thing with concrete hemp was. Yeah. So yeah, and, and then seeds have a lot of uh, amino acids that are, uh, or or at least that they have two amino acids that are really important for for your like cellular health. Interesting. So yeah. I'm kind of excited about it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, see, I'm still not sure where I'm going to, like, special, like, kind of, you know, get, like, a minor in. I, I'll see if I get minor at the first off, but, like, kind of get more of an emphasis in. Because I, right, yeah. I, I definitely don't want to be, you know, factory upscaling too much. And of course, I've thought about this. Like, I, I kind of wanted to be an architect before an engineer, you know. So I can definitely see myself like designing new facilities. Like I, I can definitely get behind that. But also, I kind of want to do like research stuff, you know. Right. So. And what would you want to research? Well, I, my always my big dream is always fusion reaction, you know. But I don't even think that's in a chemical engineer's like 
I don't think a chemical engineer could do much for it. You know, that's more on like the theoretical physics. And I imagine they need. Well, the problem with it right now, you know, is like containment. They're having such a hard time containing these fusion reactions, and they're able to like cause a fusion reaction to like happen. But the energy input is a lot greater than the output, so right now it's not looking so hot. But shoot, if you could, if you could figure out fusion reaction, oh man! Like, yeah, talk about revolutionizing. Oh, dude, that would change everything. Because just think, yeah. it would, it, first off, it would kill any oil and petroleum business. You know. It'd right. kill any gas. It would all just convert to electricity. Everything would be electricity. Yeah. Because trillions I mean, of dollars worth of you. You would put a lot of people out of business. That's one big problem. Is just like, but of course, like you know, like nuclear reaction. It's it's pretty efficient. Like, yeah. it produces a lot of energy for what it's like. You know, you're inputting. But just there's so much fear with it, with the reactivity of it, that it just kind of is getting fizzled out by, you know, regulations and stuff like that. And the public, under the public eye, it looks so bad. It doesn't right. help when you have, like, stuff like Hiroshima blowing up and spewing <laughs> toxic waste all over the place. But, right. But I, from, I, of course, I'm just based on all my information off of one article I read and they're talking about like fusion reaction would um it's three times more efficient than nuclear reaction and only of course you know the power source is just hydrogen and you could get that from it, seawater right it, it's only three times more efficient it was it would do like three times more energy output mm. per atom you know I think that's what I meant like for every two atoms you put together, it's three times more energy than if you took those two atoms apart. But oh. I, I don't know. Right. So. Well, yeah, uh, it it's a cool cool thing to think about. Mm-hmm. I've also been thinking about kind of getting more of a biology emphasis because I can see myself doing like you know alcohol and beer and stuff. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Like that industry, you design that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm keeping an open mind, you know? Yeah. At the moment, I'm setting myself up for success for a future time to decide. I'm kind of going to wait till I'm hoping that um, this summer, this next summer, so the summer of my sophomore year, I'll get an internship, and then that'll kind of... I can kind of see what different industries kind of offer, you know, so... Right. Well, going back to the uh, nuclear energy thing, at, at the last career fair we had, I was talking with the uh, the guy from um, the Navy mm-hmm. for uh, engineering, and he said that one of the paths that I could take with the chemical engineering degree would to, was uh, to be like a... Something to do with uh, helping with the process of the n- nuclear energy. So was it like refinement? Do you know or I don't remember? I can't remember, but it, it was in the field of 
nuclear energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a. I mean, I'm keeping my options open. I can be pretty flexible with this stuff. I'm. I definitely know I won't be working in the chemical engineering field, so. But I guess we'll just see where that takes me. Right. Well, anyhow, in recent news, John, did you hear NASA got hacked? I actually didn't hear about that. Yeah, it's actually, to be more specific, the Curiosity rover got hacked. What? Yeah, big stuff, you know? And it's crazy. So apparently, whoever hacked them, they don't know who. I mean, it's a pretty big deal, you know? Um, You wouldn't think NASA would be able to get hacked, but they did. And you want to know how they did it? How? With a Raspberry Pi. So do you know what those are? Yeah. Um, A lot of the mechanical engineers were using them this year, but for anyone who doesn't know, they're kind of like, you know, just small computers. So someone was able to get into NASA servers or into NASA somehow, you know, and were able to hook up one of these Raspberry Pis to then create, like, essentially a backdoor to their entire database. And, yeah, they were able to essentially just take a bunch of photos with the Curiosity rover? Yeah, like, essentially, if they, or, I'm not sure how truthful this is, but if they wanted to, they probably could have moved the rover, because they had yeah. access to all that, but all they took was photos that they are, that the rover had already taken, but kind of, yeah. like, the big deal was, like, of course, these photos, they go through, you know, a lot of scientific, like, you know, they look through it, whatnot, and, um... Yeah, apparently someone was able to just hack NASA. That's awesome. Yeah, it's hilarious. It was a Raspberry Pi, you know? Those things are, like, essentially like toys. You can buy them on Amazon for, I don't know how much. They're cheap, pretty much. And then, yeah, just pop in a computer and bam, you're in NASA. Right. So. I hope those pictures get released. Yeah, I I have no idea. And they, of course... If I were the person who act NASA, shoot, I would keep my mouth shut pretty quick. Right. You know, so. But if if the hacker just did it to show that he could, like, that's one thing. But, like, why would you go through the risk of of hacking NASA for no reason? Maybe there's some sort of reason why he wanted those pictures. Yeah. And then, like, the other question is, is, like, Oh, they must have had, like, clearance to get in there, you know? Unless if you're that good and you were able to just sneak into NASA. This is someone, like, who works there, so it's like, hmm. Don't know. They could have been just messing around and someone finally... Yeah, and this, like, apparently went, like, five months unnoticed. Damn. Yeah. Kind of big deal. And, yeah, just... They realized that they had... Like a clearance breach, you know, and then they walked around, and sure enough, they found a Raspberry Pi just plugged in. Jesus, that's a... <laughs> that's so cool. This guy, cool. I mean... like it's like it just shows how like fragile, you know. You think the big companies with big systems are so impenetrable, you know, but no. I mean, right. I'm not 
trained in any way with programming software so, or software, you know, but like in my mind, I'm like, shoot, I could do something like that, you know? Yeah. I've messed around with Raspberry Pis before and it's just like, if you know how to program it, sure enough, if you just plug it into the right place, yeah, I'd definitely could act as a backdoor. Right. But, well, that's interesting. Yeah. You know, I'll have to uh, keep myself updated on what happens with that. Yeah. I'll have to find the article again. Well, I can probably send it to you. I'm sure if you just looked up NASA got hacked, you'll find it right away. Yeah. So. And, and morally, I'm, I'm okay with it too. If it was a different company that was like... If it was funded by itself instead of the tax dollars, then I'd be like, "That's kind of cool, but it's kind of shitty that someone ha- hacked into that and then and then took the, the pictures that they were t- that were taken." But um, since we're already paying NASA with our tax dollars, like, I'm glad that those pictures got taken. Well, see, it's like all of this, all the photos are in the public domain, essentially. So, but they just hadn't gone through review yet, you know? Which makes it sound like they're trying to hide something. Why wouldn't you just post right away, you know? You get the photos, sure, just upload them right away, but apparently it has to go through some sort of review. And that's kind of the whole big deal. But, like, I'm glad to know whoever was hacking it didn't go as far as to try to, like, mess it up, you know? Yeah. The way it sounds like to me, this person's just like some guy or girl just managed to be like, shoot, I could plug this in and then just upload these, you know, photos from the rover onto my computer and just look at them, you know? Because I, I imagine, I'm not sure how hard it would have been. Of course, I have no idea. I have no reference on it. But, I mean, shoot, they could have really messed some stuff up, you know? Moved the rover, crashed it into something. Of course, the rover doesn't move more than, like, two miles an hour. I don't even know. It's pretty slow. But that's still, it's like, they had the courtesy enough to keep... Because, I mean, what's the Curiosity rover doing? It's not like a, um, a war missiles or anything like that. It's just, it's all for science. Right. So, but, yeah, so... That was interesting. Saw that the other day, and I was like, "Oh, how did NASA get hacked?" Click. So, yeah. Mm. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Like, but imagine how much work it must have. I don't know. It's just so much of a risk that it doesn't make sense that it happened for no reason. Like, yeah, that, that is another interesting thing. Like, why did they do it? Yeah. I mean, they're, they, they totally bunched up NASA's, uh, I, I won't say that. NASA seems pretty bothered that they're describing it as an advanced persistent threat, a, a term generally used for nation-state hacking groups. Which is like, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's some pretty harsh penalties. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a government database, you know? It's, yeah. it's going to be bad if they find you. 
And so another thing is, like, I don't think they posted the photos. Like, there's no one coming out, like, here's the photos, or some website somehow has these, you know, or the news media is coming up with these photos. It's just, like, NASA realized that, shoot, we've had it, you know, for the past, like, five or so, however long, someone's been able to just take data. But... Watch it sound like flat earther that's trying to take a picture of earth from mars <laughs> oh man i watched another video on flat earthers it was an interview with a guy and oh man he was talking and like it was like with two news reporters and the reporters asked like so um we're able to look up you know and see other planets and we see they're around right he's like yeah yeah other plant and he was like agreeing with them he's like other plants around but you see we live in a dome. And then, of course, that arrived to the next question of, like, who built the dome? And he's like, well, you see, I believe that, like, either a advanced civilization or some sort of advanced humans built this dome, you know? Right. And this dome is essentially, like, as he described it, just like a snow globe. And I was just like, oh, man. And this guy didn't seem crazy, you know? I hate to judge a book by a cover, you know, but, like, looking at him, he seemed like just a normal dude. Just a real firm believer of this flat Earth. Yeah. The, whenever I see a video, like, there's never a person where I think, like, there's something wrong with him at all. I just don't agree with, at all, with with, with anything they, they're saying about the Earth. You know? Well, like, I've told you this before. I can't believe, like, it's a anti-science movement, you know? Yeah. At least it yeah. feels that way. It feels very, like, science is bad, so let's go back to the fundamentals of, like, the first thing you learn about science, which is the Earth is round, you know? Yeah. And it's, and on the other side, it's like, personally, you, as a human being, just standing on the Earth's surface, it... I feel like it's very hard to prove that the Earth is round, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless if you have some conception about, like, you know, gravity and kind of, like, the mechanics of stuff like that, you can, you can't really be like, yeah, it's round, can't you tell, you know? Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Probably has something to do with an anti-science movement. Yeah, that's what I kind of felt like it was. I mean, of course, you know, everyone has their own reasons for believing it. Right. But, uh, I don't know. It's just, and of course, anytime I feel like there's, like, they can't really explain anything, it's like, well, the government wants you to believe this, you know? The government caused this. Right. I, I And also, I can't just see what's the profit? Like, who's benefiting from this? I guess how this guy on this news cast I saw, he was like, it's because we don't want to rewrite science. That is why the government's keeping it a secret from us. Yeah. Which I found that very interesting. It's like, okay. And yeah. It's like, it's especially hard for like you know SpaceX. 
Are they also employed by the government now too? Yeah. It's it's a conspiracy theory, theory for sure. So we've got about two minutes left, but but I remember you saying something about uh, about chickens. Oh man! So I I read this one post the other day, which killed me. So how the story goes: this person's in their dorm room and they hear some loud banging in the halls, you know, from people towards down. So of course they go look. And all they see is a bunch of campus security people yelling at this door saying, We know you have the chickens. So, oh, yeah. So as they tell, I don't know how truthful this is. It just was like a tweet, you know. And so they open up the door and then three chickens ran out. Okay. Which, which just killed me. Again, this is like, I imagine it was at like some college dorm room and... It was just kind of reminding me, because... Um, did you ever see The Rabbit? The Rabbit? Yeah. There was a guy on the floor below me who a- had a rabbit. Yeah, I did see that. Did you? Okay. Yes. That, that just... I thought that was hilarious, because at least on our campus, it's a big no-no to have animals. Right. But, oh, this guy did not care. Oh, I once walked into their room. I remember because my buddy asked me if I could bring him down some eggs. I'm like, all right. So I bring down this guy some eggs. He's there with his other buddy who has the rabbit. And they're just in there with a giant hot plate cooking. Okay. This guy had no concern for any of the rules on campus. They killed me. I thought it was awesome. Right. But, yeah. So, John, you want him with the outro? Uh, what's that? <laughs> All right, I got it. Oh, well, yeah. You want well, Yeah, sure. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you soon. All right. <laughs>